friends, and welcome back to the Habits and Home Show, the place where we talk about all things habits and homemaking, homeschooling, and homesteading. And today I have a special guest on the show. It's actually a former client, and you all love all of these client check-in episodes. It's probably my most listened to episode on the podcast, and I have a new one today from a former client that I actually organized and decluttered for her several times over the past couple of months. The first time was in December when she had a break off from school and I went and organized her master closet and her laundry room. Then back in June, she had me come back and organize and declutter her daughter's bedroom as well as a office nook right outside of their bedroom the spare bedroom closet and spare bedroom, which they kind of use as an office, as well as her pantry and her kitchen. So we did an overhaul of her, pretty much her entire house over the last couple of months. So I have Caroline Brown on the show today to tell you about her experience. If you are someone who is like Caroline, you want to declutter, you want to get your home more minimal, more manageable, and you don't know where to start, and you don't have the discipline to do it on your on your own, and you need that accountability, you need somebody to just have a second set of eyes on your space and on your stuff, and give you a step by step list so you can focus on decluttering and staying focused on actually finishing the task and not getting sidetracked or distracted and someone to check in with for accountability, then I want you to go to habitsandhome.com services to look at the online decluttering packages that I have available for you to check out. If you're not local, this is the best way to work with me. It's super affordable as far as hiring a professional organizer. And for what you get, it is extremely, extremely valuable. You get for the lowest package, which is a one-off session, a one-hour session with me, you get one hour of me looking at your space, and then I will send you a list of action steps, plus you get seven days directly after our session of following up and me holding you accountable, me giving you feedback on your space. I mean, how amazing would it be to have someone in your back pocket to just ask questions, to give you that add a girl affirmation that you need, plus helping you to actually follow through. That is probably our biggest struggle is the follow through. Then I have the classic package, which is four sessions. If you really want to overhaul your house, the four session package is for you. I cannot stress this enough. This is really something I wish I had when I was a young mom trying to manage everything. And I felt just so overwhelmed. I wish I had a mentor to help me weed through the things and tell me what I didn't really need and to help me let go of what was weighing me down in my life. And then I have a three month package that if you are really serious and you want some serious mentorship, the premium package would definitely be something you want to check out. So again, go to happensathome.com slash services. If you need someone to help you, but you're not local to me where I can't work with you in person, this would be a great alternative. Okay, so let's dive into today's client check-in with Caroline Brown. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes 
by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Hey, Caroline, and welcome to the show. I'm so glad to have you on and to tell us about your experience of decluttering your daughter's bedroom. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So first of all, can you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, what you do for a living, your profession and your family's lifestyle, who all lives in your house and what is your, like, what is your home like? Sure. So it is myself and my husband and I have two daughters. Um, they just had a birthday, both of them in June. So they're 15 and eight now. And our home, or I for a living, I work with the Columbia County School District in the um, student services department. Um, our home, we would like for it to feel kind of comfy and warm when someone walks in. We definitely want people to um, want to hang out. Uh, we like to entertain from time to time. Um, and so I know that it was giving us a lot of stress when we would go to just, you know, clean for people to come over, we would get into the nitty gritty of like closets <laughs> or, or the pantry. And it just wasn't something that we needed to do right then, you know, when you have somebody coming in, in an hour. Um, so it was kind of a, a source of not contention, but it was definitely something that my husband and I went back and forth on. He feeling like things are really cluttered and then neither of us really knowing like what to do about that. Right. Right. So do you feel like, um, you said something, something about you and your husband and like, you know, a, a source of contention can you, and I know because I've been in your home, can you tell us the difference in your personalities? Sure. Um, I will get rid of pretty much anything at any point in time. Um, I, I don't, I don't have a place for it. I don't want to keep it. Um, I have my really, really special things. And I mean, you even helped me cut down on the really, really special things too. Um, I'm a take a picture of it and trash it. Um, the artwork that I keep is like a handprint or a footprint, um, so that we can, you know, mark our kids growth. I think that's kind of, you know, normal for a mom, um, and a dad, my husband, um, is very nostalgic and has put a memory with pretty much anything that we have in the house. Mm -hmm. So it's difficult for him or it was difficult for him at one point, um, to agree to either, you know, donate it or just get rid of it. And so, you know, he would, he would want me to find someone who wanted everything that we wanted to donate and just kind of maybe ask around before we donated it or whatnot. So, you know, and, and I get it. He comes from a long line of nostalgic people. Um, his mother's father had a general store and there's still, um, furniture in the family from that 
general store. So um, it, it runs in his family and it is a really, really sweet kind of just personality trait that you want kind of in a husband to some degree. <laughs> so that's kind of how we're a lot different. I can pretty much part with anything. Um, the only thing of mine that I'm not giving up is what I've kept from college because I worked really hard on it and I'm still in education. So it still is relevant to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but pretty much of mine, that's about it. All right. So let's dive into your daughter's room really quickly. Um, mm -hmm. so tell your daughter is, she was seven at the time and she's eight now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Her name's so, Mary. Yeah. Mary. She's so sweet. Oh my goodness. She's mm -hmm. precious. So tell Thank me you. about Mary's room before we decluttered. What was it like and how did it make you feel? Um, it just made me feel like I didn't have any place to put anything but up against walls. And my daughter is not um, a kid who plays with something once and then doesn't ever really use it again. I mean, I think every kid, when you start to try and declutter their stuff, they're like, no, 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 this is how I'm going to use that. Don't you touch that. You know, <laughs> I haven't looked at it in six weeks, but no, you can't donate it or they'll donate parts of toys. She wanted to donate parts of toys. So before you came and after we actually, after we did, um, our closet, we had open presents and everything. And we always have told our girls, you know, you have to donate some things before you can get these things, you know, um, so that we, we can bless others with, with our toys who, who are really going to love and use them, who are the age appropriate, um, air in, in the age appropriate range for using those toys. So they're pretty good about that. They know that that's going to happen. And we did that. And she did a really, really, really good job. Um, she is an imaginative player and we're really, we're going to call it arts and crafts. We're going to put, we're going to put uh, soft air quotes around arts and crafts. It's more like um, cutting and gluing and building with boxes and she's using scraps and listen, trash. Okay. She's using trash. Sometimes there's just no other way to put it. Um, so my daughter she, used to do the same thing. Build, yeah. Build, we were talking about that. Yeah. Build um, homes with boxes. Yes. And she recently built her Mercedes. If you want to come over and take a ride, she got a real big box and she's like, I'm going to make this into a Mercedes. Well, all right. Anyway, but we didn't really have like a place for anything and all the storage was used up that we had in there. Um, I knew that I needed to do something different with her clothes because she was getting bigger. So multiple things were not fitting in drawers anymore. Um, and she couldn't see anything either. So she didn't know what she, what she had to wear. And I didn't know what she had to wear anyway. That's kind of how it was and how it made me feel. And it had just gotten that way, you know, like where you sit on something, you sit on something, you sit on something. And then all of a sudden you're like, I just can't. <laughs> it just happened to be like, it just happened to be that's you came like not, a, not even a few days later. I was like, I can't look at this. I'm done. I'm ready. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So obviously, um, was she, was she ready for, you know, was she excited about this decluttering session or did she know about it? I know that you ended up getting a babysitter and you told her we were going to tidy up a little bit, but was she aware of the extent of what was going to happen? 
It's hard sometimes to explain Mary Elizabeth things, didn't tell her everything because I know that she would have, you know, a lot of stipulations. She loves her stuffies, just all of them, which are stuffed animals um, and her dolls. She's been blessed with hand me down American girl dolls. Cause she's the youngest cousin. So, um, and she plays with them and she sleeps with them. And so I knew that that was going to be hard. Um, so I told her that, you know, I promised I wouldn't get rid of anything that was on her bed that, you know, that we have out all the time. I said, you know, I know the ones that you have on your bed, you know, just if we find any, you know, like in that little toy chest and stuff, I said, the ones that you haven't looked at in a long time, but other than that, you know, you're going to have everything. It's just going to be in a different place. Right. Right. Okay. So when we were decluttering, what do you feel like was the biggest help? Um, or like when going through the process, what do you, what did you find was like, oh, wow, that, that makes sense. That's so helpful in that process of us decluttering. I think it was, I have severe cleaning ADHD. I, I will go and I'll put something away and then I see something in there and I'm like, oh, well, let me just do this real quick. Cause I'll forget about it. So I think having somebody in there with me to make the decisions, um, keep you focused. I think, yeah. I think that was probably the biggest thing. Cause I was mean, well, cause I don't want to forget, but then you're like, okay, but you didn't actually go back to it. <laughs> <laughs> I think every mom everywhere can relate to this. Okay. I mean, even me as the profession that I do, I help other people to clutter. Sometimes I just get sidetracked. And I lose my focus and because we have so much on us all the time. So what something that I've actually started doing and it, it sounds so crazy is I will count if I, if I'm okay, I'm going to set out to do a task like to um, hang up clothes or to put some, I will count and I will see how long it takes me to do it. And I won't stop counting until I'm done with that that one task. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go on to the next task and I'll count. I'll just start counting one, two, three, and I'll just count. And it's really helped me to stay focused. That's <laughs> so awesome. I know it sounds like if somebody were to walk in, I would, they would think I was crazy, but you got to do what you got to do to stay focused. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why I had to get Mary Elizabeth couldn't help. Cause I know that you were like, well, maybe she'll want to help, but I get so absent-minded when she's around, you know, because I want to make sure like she's okay. And then she needs me, even though she doesn't need me type situation. And so it would not have worked out had she been there, but I did like the way that there were systems in place for when she got back. There were some, some hard points, some hard moments that we had to work through with her sentimental things. And how did that feel? Was it a lot easier to let go of those things having me there than it would be had you not had the help? Um, yeah, I think so. Cause obviously my husband would not have been of any help to me <laughs> on that end. Yeah. Um, and I'm really, you know, uh, if I'm being honest, I don't remember a ton about when she was very little. Mm-hmm. And so the whole purpose of me having, that little 31 storage bag was so that I could remember 
her that little, you know, mm-hmm. we have pictures and everything, but it's just something different when you're holding something tangible in your right. hand, right. you know, and like her first ruffle booty leggings or her first church dress or, you know, her first Christmas dress, Easter dress, those types of things, yeah. which to me, I was kind of like, I think this is normal, but then those things fill up so quickly. Okay. So, so, I mean, we kept a lot. I mean, we didn't, we, we lost a lot, but they were more things that just at the time when I was keeping them, I thought I'll never want to forget this outfit. I'll never want to forget this toy. She loved this. Like I won't, but getting rid of those things, I was able to actually keep other sentimental things that I had around her room. So, you know, I, it just helped me because you were like, okay, well, that has a stain on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I also, um, brought to light that having a little bit of things, a a small amount creates more rarity and creates more value because there's not so much of it. And it's not so like overwhelming. Like when you pass these things on to her, when she grows up, she's not going to be like, Oh my goodness, what do I do with all this stuff? It's going to be like, oh my goodness, my mom only has these three outfits from when I, from my first year, you know what I mean? And so holding on to a small amount of memorabilia, it increases its value because it's, there's not a lot of it. So right. I think that also helped. And something else that I felt like helped you and it helps a lot of other people is creating a a space or a boundary, a measurement of how much you actually keep. When you have stuff stored at the top of the closet, you have stuff stored underneath the bed and you have stuff stored in this drawer and you have stuff stored in this, you know, hope chest. We don't realize how much of the baby stuff that we have until we bring it all together. And we're like, wow, this is way too much. And so putting it all in one space in like a memory box, um, which we ended up creating in your daughter's hope chest, it really shows us that we have a lot right here, but we don't need a ton. <laughs> right. And I think too, like the stuff that came out of that toy chest or that, that whole chest, I think I just told you to bag it up because I hadn't seen it. And so I didn't, I think that's what we ended up doing. Cause I was yeah. just like, I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Well that toy chest. Yeah. Your daughter was using the top of it for crafts. And so you, she hadn't been in it in forever. And you're like, right. if there's toys in there, they're not valuable and they're not loved on just trash everything. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, how did it make you feel once the room was done? Once the room had its systems and had order, had breathing room, had white space. How did that make you feel? I think it, it made me feel a lot better. It made me feel like, you know, we have an older daughter. We don't have systems in place for her, you know, and she has a really hard time keeping her stuff together. And so the first thing that I thought was, we'll continue to support her and try and help her go through her things, kind of do the same thing. Um, but starting Mary younger, I don't want to make like a little nitpicky clean freak out of her, but I want her to feel like her room is a place for her to relax or to play and know where everything is so that she doesn't have to go in there and maybe you know, have a little bit of a raised blood pressure because, <laughs> because she can't find anything. She doesn't know what she has. I just really wanted to make sure that Mary had a place 
for things to go. I have trouble with that. I have trouble with having a place for things because I'll make a place for it. But then real quick after that, something else, some other places, a lot more convenient for me to place (laughs) that thing. (laughs) I love what you said that it, you, because of your experience with your first child, that you wanted to instill better habits with your younger child. And I think that's just a great parenting. And I still believe that all hope is not lost, that we can, by tidying up every other part of the house, be an example to a person who didn't learn tidy habits and didn't learn these good skills that we may have, may should have established early on. I feel like by our example and the way we live daily, how we ourselves train ourselves in good habits, returning things back to where they're supposed to go can lead um, this person to desire. It all starts with desire. We have to desire to be this tidy person. And so maybe that will lead her to want to develop those habits as well. I didn't have those habits. Like I was incapable of teaching her. So I knew that I had, I knew that I needed someone else's help. Like the systems, like I can't say enough about them. Like now that you have a blueprint or now that I have a blueprint, I'm a very tidy person, but for my head to wrap around it on my own, like that would have never happened. Yeah. I didn't have it in me to help her with that. I really tried, (laughs) but as far as the follow through, I just didn't have it. And so it didn't pass to her. Yeah. Yes. And I love that, that you took ownership of that. And you're like, okay, first of all, like I'm a tidy person. I just don't have the, it's almost like Tetris when, you know, someone can play Tetris and they can see all the boxes and how they can move and put them, put them in different, like, you know, positions to fit so well. Other people mm-hmm. just have that, you know, ability to look at our situation and be like, okay, I know how to put these boxes in here to make it fit better for you. I know you you said you could do this for other people, but being too close to your own space, you just can't see the trees for the forest anymore, you know, or the right. forest for the trees, whatever you call it. And so I like that. I like that you felt like you took ownership of that and said, I had to get my systems in place first right. before I could teach my child. Right. Love that. So how did your daughter react when she came home and she saw her room completely? (laughs) It is twofold, her reaction. Um, (laughs) She came home and she looked around and she was like, this is beautiful. She thought it was beautiful. She was so excited. She popped on her bed. You know, she played with her stuffy. She was like, oh, my dolls have a corner now. You know, she loved my daughters have that little alcove office area in front of their room. So like in their hallway, um, there's two separate built, they're built-ins, but desks. And that's like where a printer is and stuff like that. So we made that functional because what it became was a catch-all for their stuff that didn't quite make it in their room. Um, But she's very excited about her craft area. She uses it daily. Um, she did not have that before at all. She was crafting in six different spots in my home and I, it is too much. I, my eye was twitching to find <laughs> because it, cause it looks like, you know, looks like trash to me, but you know, it's her treasures. So. <laughs> um, so she really has kept it in that one area. And when she forgets, I just gently remind her that that's her area. Good, <laughs> and perfect. She, she has, she labeled like some of the little pull-out drawers that we 
put stuff in and she she inventively spelled some of those things. It's hilarious. I I'll love just, that. But then later that night after a bath time and she wound down and she's going to bed there and she is boohoo crying. And my husband's like, I don't know what's happening. (laughs) And so she said that she felt like I got rid of everything. Mm -hmm. And she said, you told me you wouldn't get rid of everything. And now I don't know like where any of my stuff is. I showed her where everything was when she got there, but I think she was so surprised that her room looked so good mm-hmm. um, that she couldn't process it then. Yeah. And so I had to take down, you know, we put that um, bucket of stuffies up at the top of her closet. I had to remove it from her, the top of her closet and show her every stuffy that was either on your bed and you don't snuggle or was in the little holder that we had, like everybody's in here. They all love their bed. I had to show her, you know, like all your poppets are here, you know, your dress up clothes are here. Your, um, you know, your art stuff is here. Your clothes we moved over here because it, you know, and all your doll stuff is just in this box now, you know, um, and so she calmed down, but it, it was kind of like for a while afterwards, she go, she would ask me where specific things were. I'd be like, well, we can just show you right where those are. Cause they have a, a spot now they have a home. And so now we'll say, okay, we'll go put that where it lives. And she says, okay, it lives, you know, wherever. And she'll put it in there. And it's been like, before all of this, we would tell her, please go pick up your room, you know, pick up everything off the floor. And she just one day was like, I just don't know how, I don't know how to do that. I don't know where or what you want me to do. And, you know, we had, we had picked up her room with her before. And so we would talk about that type of stuff, but my decluttering is just kind of, oh, there's a basket, just stick it in there. Or, oh, there's a drawer. That's just your drunk junk drawer. Um, so on or so forth. So like, she just had no idea. And that's when I was, that's when I thought, you know, it would be a disservice if we didn't have some systems in place for her, because it's not that she didn't want to, she just didn't no, know. No. Cause Mary, Mary Elizabeth has been lining things up in straight lines since she could use her thumbs. So she will line things up from smallest to biggest since she could use her thumbs. And like when she throws trash away, if there's a chip bag, she sticks all her trash in the chip bag from her lunch and we'll throw that away. So like she, she's got, she's got some, know, skills. some skills, some tidy skills in her. So I don't, it wasn't that she was trying to be defiant. She's just was like, I, I literally don't know what you want me to do here. Yeah. So it was yeah. nice to have. I love that. So now that we have those systems in place, when you tell her to go reset or, you know, clean, do you feel like it's easier for her to go do that on her own now? Yeah. I use pick up, pick up. Tell her, yeah. Yeah. So pick up or put away Yeah, is what we say to her and she gets it. Cause I mean, all of it's on her floor yeah. so yeah. or on her bed or whatever. Um, so she knows where to put it. She knows that there's drawer dividers, you know, in that, in her little hutch and she pretty much, I mean, really, it really, she's been putting stuff where it goes. I don't know. Like it just, she just remembers that, you know, that's where it lives. And I'll just say, you know, I need you to pick up and put the things away where they go. And then she'll, she'll do that. 
I love that you're using the word where it lives. I think that's so good with kids because you're personifying different items in their room and kids really relate with that because they personify a lot of the items. And so when you say, go put it where it lives or go put it in its bed, kids really get that. So I love that you're using that terminology. Has this process inspired you to, I mean, obviously I know it has because I've come back and decluttered some other areas with you in your home, like your pantry, your kitchen, which was so much fun to do. not very difficult at all because you were already very, very organized in your kitchen. Has it, since the sessions that I've had with you, has it inspired you to want to declutter other areas of your home? I think that the areas that we covered were where clutter goes. So we don't, I don't really have clutter except for like in our master bedroom, which I think is kind of normal. (laughs) It's kind of well, like everybody's in here all the time. And then, um, but I mean, we did Mary's room and we did the guest room office closet, which was just a hot mess. Um, and then, you know, we did the pantry and we labeled everything. We did those cabinets above, um, like where, where the pet food is and everything in my room. And then we did that also like our utility closet. We did the spice racks and all that good stuff. How's and, that going? I mean, I <laughs> I got a little snippy and I didn't even mean to, but there was, <laughs> you know, we made, we have built-ins. We have the built-in um, pantries. And so there's drawers in the middle of the pantry that you can pull out where I had just, you know, whatever. But there's baking and I don't bake. And so we talked about like, this is in my way. I don't bake. The girls will bake cookies sometimes, but like, it's not, that's not for me. I just cook and then don't. So there's (laughs) my girl, um, my oldest, Rachel had bought cinnamon sugar, um, just like McCormick cinnamon sugar and had used it on something and then I saw it in front of those lazy Susans and I was like Rachel <laughs> this doesn't fit. you see how nothing else fits in this lazy Susan <laughs> where did you get this from you have to put it back where it came from <laughs> oh. she was like well I don't that's where the spices went and I said I know I didn't really I hadn't you know, I hadn't introduced her to everything at that point, but I was like, now I know, now I know because it doesn't fit in that spice in that, um, lazy season. And so if it doesn't fit in the, there, and I know the spices that are in there, it goes in the, go in the pantry. <laughs> <laughs> we do once we get, I say, we, once we get our crap together, we do tend to be like, okay, everybody get on board. <laughs> yes. Well, then I went in there and there was a lunch box, and I think I might have even told my husband to put it there, not thinking. But there was a lunch box on the drink shelf. So I was like, who did this? <laughs> because we labeled everything and it's labeled. It's labeled. <laughs> You're not following the labels. <laughs> but I think, but now just sitting here, I think I did tell him to put it on the bottom shelf. I meant the ground, like the ground under there where we had the other um, 
lunch boxes those other two lunch boxes <laughs> but I think I should say bottom shelf so it was me <laughs> oh I love it I love it it's so much fun living with other people <laughs> and trying but to get I will, say, I will say like if anybody else is having trouble with the spices the lazy seasons that I got from TJ Maxx have handles to the side of them so anytime I need a spice I just take the whole thing out okay you know what I mean so like I just see what's in there because our, our cabinet that we have it in, I can, it's just enough too tall that I can't really see mm-hmm. very well what's in there, mm-hmm. but I'll take the whole easy Susan out. And because those are all of the spices that I use weekly, I just go right to it. And it just, then when I'm done, I put them all back in there and then I just shove the lazy Susan back in there. Yeah. So it's not even tempting anymore because they're movable and they're mobile, you know? And yeah, so yeah. If I can just take those out, there's nothing else in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know. So just to give the listeners um, a a visual description of what you are dealing with for your spices, corner cabinet in Mm -hmm. your, in your um, kitchen. And we know corner cabinets tend to be like really deep in that back corner. And so you just can't, you just can't use that space in the back. And mm-hmm. so we basically just decluttered what you weren't using on a daily basis, took it over to the pantry to use for rarely used storage items. And mm-hmm. then we had just what was used daily. And I think I lined them all up for you. And I was like, okay, you can either get some shelves, like some tiered shelves for this space or a lazy Susan. So you ended up going with a lazy Susan. Because I had done the tiered shelves before and no matter how you, how you put it, you don't have enough shelving. No, you just, so, I mean, there's still, and I had shelves in there if you remember, but the spices will cover up the, you know, they come small or they come tall or they come extra tall. And so you just, it's not, the shelving was not working for me. I think that we had talked about even like a magnetic strip and I would have really loved that except for then I would have had to take all my spices out and then put them in a magnet, like a tin you know, canister and then put, so I found two lazy Susans. And when you left, we had like the oils and the vinegars lined up toward the back because you Mm -hmm. can see them because they're tall, but I have them in a lazy Susan on the second shelf because I don't use them as much as the spices when I'm cooking. Um, And so I do the same thing with that. And so the only thing, and then we even put, I got buckets for, you know, like the vitamins and the medicine that was in there those have handles. So now when we need medicine, I'm not sifting through a thousand things. I just take the whole bucket out and then we'll get whatever we need out of the bucket and then put it back. So, yeah. So I think that that was kind of, I think that (laughs) that's my favorite part of what we did personally. (laughs) The kitchen is, is, is my room. Is your space. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, this has been great. I am so like happy for y'all. I feel like going in there and creating some systems, I feel like y'all have really like, you know, kept them up and you keep referring back to the systems that like, I have a system, I have a system. So it really makes me feel good that we were able to do that together and create that. So what would you say to anybody who just feels like overwhelmed by their space and they don't have these systems and they're interested in getting some help, but for one reason or another, they just feel like, oh, I just don't know. I don't know if I should have somebody come in. I feel 
bad for having a untidy space and might be judged by them? Like, what would you, what would you tell somebody? I would just say you have to forgive yourself for living in your home. And I think, for example, something can lay on the floor and we all see it there. And then our thought is, let me just go do this and I'll come back and get it. But then that's your whole house eventually. Like that's all the places that have closed doors that you can close doors to. So I think having someone who comes in, I really didn't feel judged by you. I didn't feel like, I I felt like you just saw it. It was just stuff. And -hmm. you were just like, do you want it or no? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have any attachment to it. Right. So that was good. And um, it feels amazing for me to donate things and even more for me to be like, "Mm, it's, you know, it's got a rip, can't donate it, got to throw it away, you know? Um, But it's nothing to be embarrassed about. And it's actually for your peace of mind. I mean, I would have, I would have paid whatever, honestly, because for my peace of mind and knowing that when I go in my pantry, I can see the chips (laughs) <laughs> I can see, you know, the snack foods. I can see where my baking stuff is. I can see where my stocked stockpile is. It just makes everything else so much easier that it's worth the money, you know, because right. I'm right. not constantly looking through things. And, you know, let's say I get to the grocery store and I'm like, mm, do I have this? Someone in my house can just go look because I'm like, look on the shelf that's marked canned goods. Mm-hmm. you know, do we have this? If they don't see it, I mean, you can see everything. So if they don't see it, then I buy it. And if they do, then, you know, you don't. So mm-hmm. I think it's worth the money and it's been nothing but easy to keep up with, you That's know. Great. That's great. And you feel like, I love what you said about the peace of mind. So you feel like you have peace of mind now. I do. And, you know, I had we're going to say soft air quote systems. I knew kind of a roundabout area where things were, but when I tell you like the pantry, Oh my God, it was too much. It was a like, it was a sore spot for me. I would get so angry throwing things out. Cause I couldn't see them. I didn't know we had them, you know, and you do it like what every three months or whatever, you're going through your stuff kind of like you just, it gets to the point where you can't take it anymore. Yeah. And so that area was, was worth it. I mean, it was just all worth it. And, and it's nice to say, okay, but where does it live? Because right. it, it has a, it has a spot. We've all seen the spot. The spot is labeled or not, but you know, yeah. that's where it goes. Yeah. But it, Mary's room hasn't been like, it hasn't been a mess since she left. That's so great. That's great. Yeah. And when you live with other people, using labels is invaluable because you don't want to harp on them. And mm-hmm. if you just, you let the label tell them what to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to thank you so much for being vulnerable, for sharing your experience. And I know this is going to help a lot of people. So thank you so much, Caroline, for being on today. Well, you're welcome. I bet you are feeling super motivated and inspired to start decluttering your own home. I mean, how can you not after listening to Caroline? She talked about gaining peace of mind and getting those systems in place that she didn't have in place herself and so she couldn't teach her own children. I mean, now that she has them in place, she can 
encourage our family to put everything back. Just little reminders instead of badgering them or not even asking them in the first place and just living with the mess. I mean, she talked about how her daughter didn't even have a messy room since we had decluttered it and, and created systems for her to be able to go in there and pick up her room and tidy it up. Her daughter was even frustrated and overwhelmed and said, I don't even know what you want me to do. So that in itself can be super motivating and inspiring for us to start taking action. And I want to encourage you, friend, to start taking action, even if you decide to do it on your own. Do a little something in your home that helps you gain that peace of mind right now. And if you are like Caroline and you don't wanna go at it on your own and you want to have the encouragement and the accountability and the follow through, I want you to consider doing a clutter and habits coaching session with me, even if you just start with one. See how it makes you feel, see the results that you get, and then decide if you want to go even further and declutter other areas of your home, okay? So again, if you are interested in that, if you need somebody to come alongside you and to do this with you, if you don't wanna do it on your own, but having somebody come into your space is just not feasible right now and it's not affordable at this place in your life, then go to habitsandhome.com services and check out the clutter and habits packages that I have available for you. Something else that you can also do if you are dipping your toes into living a more manageable lifestyle, more manageable home, I have a daily reset checklist that I personally use every single day to reset my home so that I have a better tomorrow. You can find that at habitsandhome.com and it's gonna be on the very first page right when you see it. It's very bold. You're not gonna be able to miss it. Also, we have a Facebook group. You can go to habitsandhome.com community to join the Facebook group and connect with me and other moms who want to get our homes in order. All right, so that's habitsandhome.com slash services to work with me, Habits and Home for that reset checklist, and then habitsandhome.com slash community to join the Facebook group. All right, friends, I'll see you right here next week on the Habits and Home Show.